This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes, because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, please tell me who you are and what you do. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm David Covey, and uh, I'm uh, one of Stephen uh, R. Covey's sons, his third son. And uh, I think you had a, a prior guest, my brother, Stephen M. R. Covey, who wrote The Speed of Trust. So, uh, And then I have my own uh, business, which I've had for the last 10 years. It's been awesome. It's a global licensing business where we help uh, content providers go global with their content through licensing. And uh, so that's what I do. And prior to that, I was at Franklin Covey, uh, my, the, the company that my father helped build uh, yeah, for, for about 16 years, both in the U.S. and international worlds. Well, David, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Question, question number two, what is something that makes you smile and or laugh about working in your industry? Well, I mean, I think that uh, here we are with our third uh, crisis in the last <laughs> what 19 years you know we had the crisis of 01 02 you know what what people refer to as the great recession in 08 and 09 and now we have this uh you know covid you know this global pandemic and what i find humorous is is that in every one of these you know it's, it's not like we haven't had a you know a warning or a rodeo uh, <laughs> try uh is that you know some businesses are flat-footed and they don't want to change and they kind of stay where they're at and others are a really, really good job at pivoting and changing and adapting. And, and I marvel and I kind of smile at, at those who are not able to adapt and, and change and evolve. Mm, I love that. It's, it's so true. I, I completely agree with you. Question number three, I have a, a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read? I think the chapter that I would recommend would be about uh, reinventing yourself, kind of similar to the, the theme that I talked about before. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of companies are uh, enamored with their success or even their past successes, and uh, they become complacent. And so I think that we have to constantly reinvent ourselves, and businesses need to reinvent themselves, countries as well. As well. Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I think it's something that uh, all of us need a reminder. And a lot of times we let force of circumstances uh that you know force us to change rather than the force of conscience you know knowing changing before you have to change is really what it's all about uh so i i think that would be the the chapter i would emphasize i like that too and and you know if if you change before you have to you avoid i would imagine a lot of stress etc as oh, well yeah. right because um you know you're you're being proactive more uh, rather than reactive Exactly. I have a friend that uh, doesn't like to work out, you know, mm -hmm. exercise. And he says, anytime I feel like working out, I lay down until the feeling goes away. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, that, that's not a good formula for staying fit and keeping your body fit and all that. But, you know, obviously, if you take that to the extreme, you know, when, when is this person going to change, you know, when they have a heart attack, you know, and then what are your options look like? you know, when you're, uh, when you're in a health crisis like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so absolutely, you know, for our own lives, for our own business, we, we need to evolve and adapt and, and change and reinvent ourselves constantly. Mm -hmm. and, and in fact, everything changes so fast that if you're not reinventing yourself every five years now, you know, you, you become obsolete. 
uh, very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I would agree with you there. And it, it's it's not a good thing to be sitting there uh, being the one that is obsolete. Yeah. My goodness. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude and care for customers, what advice or insight would you give to other business leaders? So the insights, I have three insights. So one is uh, great work comes about through relationships. I just finished uh, reading uh, Roger, uh, sorry, Robert Iger's book, uh, The Right of a Lifetime. He was the uh, CEO of Disney, you know, for many years. He actually retired right before COVID, but mm-hmm. it's a good, a good time to retire. But I, I love that. I really believe that, uh, you know, business and life is really about relationships. And our job is to try to create great relationships because we get things done through relationships, through other people. And also, I think we need to repair the broken relationships. I love in, in the book where he talks about how he had to repair the, the relationship with Roy Disney, you know, who was the nephew of Walt, who was, you know, causing all kinds of havoc uh, in, in terms of his uh, uh, dissatisfaction with the company. Mm-hmm. Well, he repaired that relationship. Steve Jobs at Pixar, uh, when he took over, the, the Pixar relationship was in shambles. There was no relationship with Steve Jobs. He built that relationship which enabled Disney to buy Pixar. And then of course, you know, the George Lucas, Lucas Films uh, example where uh, he, he built, you know, a, an amazing relationship with George to where he was able to even let go, you know, he had his, ba- you know, Star Wars was his baby, you know, he wasn't gonna give it to anybody, but he was willing to give it to uh, Robert Iger uh, and to Disney because of the relationship that he had. So that, that would be my number one. Uh, the second one is I would say that uh, we need to have more successful failures. I think a lot of times as people and as leaders, we're not willing to fail enough. And, and I have a quote by uh, Jeff Bezos that I, you know, that I love. It says, one area, talking about Amazon, where I think that we are especially distinctive as failure. I believe we're the best place in the world to fail. We have plenty of practice. And failure and invention are inseparable twins. To invent, you have to experiment. And if you know in advance that it's going to work, it's not an experiment. So I think that you know what's made Amazon a terrific company and Jeff Bezos a great leader is their willingness to fail. He calls it successful failure because you don't want to fail and just keep repeating the same mistakes. You need to learn from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I would just say um, this idea of never settling you know, for, in your work. I think that we have massive disengagement, as you know, not only in the United States, but globally. And why is that? You know, there are really four parts to us as human beings. You know, we have the, uh, and, and for us in a job, you know, we, w- we wanna be paid fairly. We wanna be able to be, have our mind utilized. Uh, we wanna have our heart engaged, you know, that's the passion part of it. And we wanna have our spirit also uh, contributing. And the spirit is really about, you know, making a difference. Steve Jobs called it, you know, putting a dent in the universe. And I think a lot of times we settle. And today, with all the options that are out there with companies, none of us should ever settle in, in, in our work. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a, a great Steve Jobs quote that he says, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Uh, don't settle. And as, as with all matters at the heart, you'll know it when you find it. Uh, so, uh, anyway, those, those would be my three things. They're all three are so powerful. I really appreciate you sharing them. And it just, it, 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 it brings up so many different inspirational thoughts. So thank you so much. 
Question number five, what other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? Yeah. So I, I read a lot. That's one of my you know, business practices. I try to read like three or four books a week. Uh, in the month of April, I set this crazy goal to read 500 pages a day. Wow. And I read, I actually read like 33 books in that month. Uh, it wasn't good for my marriage for that month. You know, I was reading like eight or nine hours a day. Uh, but, you know, I had, I had set that goal. So uh, there's, there's two books that I have really been uh, uh, influenced by. And, and those are recommended to guests. One is a book called Unlearn uh, by Barry O'Reilly. And it just talks about how uh, we just need to unlearn what we've learned. And, you know, so this is kind of the same theme of reinvention. The other book is by uh, Donald Miller, uh, who talks about building a story brand, has great advice on how to build your brand and how to market your brand. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I would say Barry O'Reilly and Donald Miller would be the two. Wonderful. Well, thank you for those referrals. I will reach out to them and see if we can get them on the show. Yeah. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. So my first professional job right out of college was working for Procter & Gamble. Mm. And I was a sales rep in Phoenix, Arizona. And, uh, and I sold their paper products and their soap products and their food and beverage products. And it was, you know, especially during the summer in Phoenix, you know, it just becomes, you know, people say, well, it's not, it's not a... a you know, it's not a humid, the humidity is not there yet, but you know, when you get to 122 degrees, it doesn't matter about whether the humidity is not fully at the same, at the same degrees. Uh, but it, it was an amazing experience. Uh, I mean, what I, what I liked about it is, uh, is that I discovered this concept that I'm talking about relationships. I found that if I could build great relationships with the uh, grocery store managers, even if my you know, a presentation wasn't exactly how they wanted or, or the economics weren't as, as good as they wanted, they, they, would, uh, they would buy, you know, because I had a good relationship with them. Whereas if I didn't have a good relationship, it was very, very hard to make any progress or any traction. Mm -hmm. I also felt like, are you kidding? I went for four years to, to do this, which was a lot of the work was, you know, uh, cutting in new products in the, in, in the shelves, you know, that Procter & Gamble had, uh, bringing stuff out from the back room, uh, building displays, you know, you know, end cap displays and all that. Mm -hmm. So part of me, it just felt like, you know, four years of four years of college for this, you know, it, it, it was, it felt like a, uh, you know, like a job that I would, it wasn't exactly expecting out of college, but, but I learned a lot and, and, and I got some great experience. Well, and I, I love how you, you, you mentioned about the fact that you had to build the relationship with the store managers too. Otherwise, you're not going to sell as much. And that just reinforces the power of relationships because people buy from people. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that's, uh, I think that's really one of the most underrated things. You know, a lot of times people just think, well, you know, I'm big. I, you know, I have a lot of assets, you know, with my company and we can just do what we want. Yeah. You can, but ultimately, you know, if you really want to be really, really successful, you, you, you've got to be able to have uh, great relationships with people and companies, you know, because because if you don't, you eventually you suffer. Uh, and I, I, I think that's one of the most underrated things uh, in business. Yeah, and I would agree 100% with you. So, David, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you? So they can find me at uh, David M. R. Covey. 
uh, you know, I, ha I have my own website uh, or my business, SM Covey. Uh, SM is my business partner, Stefan Mardiques. And, uh, and you can find me, uh, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, so pretty Perfect. easy. Yep. Perfect. Well, this is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business and Life podcast. Thanks for listening. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You bet. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called can I offer you some feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing Business Bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.